afternoon, everybody. This is the Reverend Blake Ruby. Welcome to my show, Church of the Soul's Evolution. I hope you had a great week. It's a beautiful day here in San Antonio, and I'm outside of my patio, and the sun is going down. There's lots of green trees everywhere behind our backyard. You know what? I think it's time for a song. I feel like singing today. Let me tell you, when I was in 2013, I was just getting my karaoke equipment together, and I bought one of these plastic $200 karaoke sets. It felt pretty good. That, that was the first one I had. And so I thought that I would go ahead and try it out and go somewhere and, and entertain somebody. So I went to the Wounded Warriors in Fort Sam Houston, and that started in October of 2013, and it continued on until the month before COVID began. I would go every month. I would sing around lunchtime, usually. They would have all these different groups that would come in and bring lunch to the Wounded Warriors. Of course, between that time, we were still in Iraq and Afghanistan, so there was a lot of wounded military walking around, you know. It was a very casual atmosphere. It was a, a good time. You would go there, and you would see all the decorations of the season, whatever the season was, whether even Halloween or, you know, the time of the year, Easter or Christmas time, autumn, spring, they would always have the decorations of the season. They got lots of money from donors, so as you can imagine, they, they fixed the place up really well. And the, the recreation area there, the Warrior Family Support Center, it was... A laid-back place, you know, besides the little kitchen and where they would have uh, the people come in and set up their lunch. They had a place, a couple of different places where the military would go and take their food and sit down and eat. And then there was a, like a living room area where they would watch television and just relax and walk around. That's what I would see a lot of them do, just walking around, walk past me, and they would say hello and I saw I'd take my equipment in there and set it up. And it was a fireplace and a couple of easy chairs. And right there, and I would sing for an hour and a half. And I would learn. At, at first, I didn't know so many songs. I, I would have to rely on the uh, lyrics. And I was downloading MP3 tracks. And actually, I take that back because by the time I went there, I already knew a few songs, like maybe 10, 20 songs that I'd memorized. And then I just built upon that number because I wanted to sing something for the Wounded Warriors that would be beneficial to them, if you know what I mean, something that would help them, that would encourage them, motivate them, something to do with God, love, nature. And it worked. I was, I could tell that I was revered, you know, being military. My supervisor, I was working for the Army back then. I still am. And my supervisor would let me go at lunchtime once a month, and I wouldn't get charged any leave. So he was really cool. 
to let me do that. He retired in 2017. And then my new supervisor didn't, so I had to take leave time to go down there. But it was okay. Sometimes I'd get some food, and I would, after a while, I would sit down and eat my food. But all these songs that I've learned that I still know today, I still practice them. And there's over close to 150 songs that I memorized. And not to mention, one of the that was one of the best things I've done in my life. But the next best thing I did was to join the gospel choir on Lackland Air Force Base at Freedom Chapel. And in 2012, my wife and I joined it. So it's been over 10 years. And just, it's a tremendous thing, really, to sing songs of praise in front of a congregation. Tomorrow I have a solo. We usually have three songs, and the soloists, you know, take turns singing songs. I have about three or four, five songs that I know that, you know, that rotate on a regular basis. So tomorrow I'm singing this song called Float to You. I'm going to sing it to you today. Acapella singing. To me, I've always been a big fan of acapella singing. If you want to become a good public speaker, if you want to not be afraid or embarrassed by being in front of people and having to speak, then learn acapella singing because it will help you find your voice. And it's all about knowing what your voice is, you know, so your voice doesn't crack or you, or you lose your way or your mind goes blank. Acapella singing will help that. Singing with music is fun. As I mentioned, you know, I know all these songs. I know the, the music, like the back of my hand, just to name some songs, you know, by the Eagles, the Desperado, Take It to the Limit, Tequila Sunrise, Seven Bridges Road. What, Take It, take it Easy, did I say that? What's the other one? Um, Best of My Love. By the Beatles, uh, if I fell, if you want to know a secret, I feel fine, please, please me, hey Jude, let it be, I should have known better, Magical Mystery Tour, and by Led Zeppelin, Ramble On, Stairway to Heaven, Nat King Cole, Unforgettable, Nature Boy, Perry Como, It's Impossible, Catch a Falling Star, Frank Sinatra, New York, New York, although I haven't practiced it that, that much. I think I sang it one time at the Wounded Warriors. But the but my way, I, I've sang that. Don and Doug from CBS Radio have heard me sing my way before. And I've sang it on cruise ships many times. And people look at me like, wow, that guy thinks he's Frank Sinatra. And it's cool because I sing it well because I know it well. I practice it a whole lot. You know, the key to being good is to practice as much as you can. What else by Frank Sinatra? Love is a many splendored thing. Also, Strangers in the Night. Strangers in the Night. Exchanging glances. Wandering in the Night. 
What were the chances we'd be sharing love before the night was through? And Andy Williams, Moon River, Dean Martin, that's Amore. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's Amore. And I can go on with all these songs. Yesterday by the Beatles. And then a couple, three songs by a group called The Young Rascals from the 60s. How Can I Be Sure? It's a Beautiful Morning, Groovin'. And Total Praise is one of the gospel songs all night. It's your season to be blessed. Flow to you, free worshiper. Also, Peaceful, Easy Feeling by the Eagles, and I Love Her by the Beatles, Sounds of Silence and Scarborough Fair by Simon and Garfunkel, Listen to the Music, China Grove, Blackwater by the Doobie Brothers, If I Could Read Your Mind by Gordon Lightfoot, the record of the Edmund Fitzgerald, and that's quite a, a ballad there. Legend lives on from the Chippewa on down of the big lake they call Gitchagumi. The lake, it is said, never gives up for dead when the skies of November turn gloomy. With a load of iron ore, 26,000 tons more than the Edmund Fitzgerald weighed empty. The good shipping crew was a bone to be chewed when the gales of November came early. The ship was the pride of the American side, coming back from some mill in Wisconsin. As big freighters go, it was bigger than most, with the crew and good captain well seasoned. Concluding some terms with a couple steel firms when she left fully loaded for Cleveland. And later that night when the ship bells rang, could it be the north wind they'd been feeling? And so it goes on. And it's a beautiful song, you know. If you've never heard about the wreck of the Edna Fitzgerald, there was this iron boat that used to sail on the the lakes of um, the Great Lakes up north, Lake Superior, Lake Erie, Lake Ontario, Lake Michigan. And one day, and it was it was the pride of the American side, just like it says in the song. It had twenty six thousand tons of iron ore in it middle area, you know, where they keep all the cargo. And a storm came along, and the waves were really high, you know, I imagine. And they they watered, they radioed in, they had water coming in, and so no one knows how exactly it went down, but it did. They found the wreckage later and then split into two, so it probably split up and and then just sank, you know, with all that weight. But 29 people died on that. That was back in the 70s. And so Gordon Lightfoot, who was a Canadian folk singer, he penned that song in commemoration and tribute to the, the good people that were on that ship, you know. And it makes one think. We all go about our daily lives, you know. We work our jobs. And those people, that's what their job was, to go from one place to another carrying not only iron ore but other other cargo 
and they had to deal with the winds of the season different times of the year. And sometimes they would make it, especially a new boat. And this was a relatively new boat. And, and when the wind, when the winds pick up and, you know, the gales blow like hurricane force winds and, and you have all that weight, well, sometimes some boats don't make it, you know, and you think about the men that were on board that boat and what happened to them, you know. They were here alive one day and gone the next. It makes you wonder, that's all. What other songs? Um, Ain't a God of the Vita by Aaron Butterfly. God Bless the USA by Lee Greenwood. Of course, all with Christmas carols, too, like Oh Holy Night, We Three Kings, Oh Little Town of Bethlehem, Oh Come All You Faithful, Silent Night, and Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Noel. What child is this? I think I've sang that before. Ave Maria. That's one of my favorites. What's that you say? You want to hear Ave Maria? Well, maybe later. Let me. Maybe, um, I'm going to dedicate this show to mainly singing because I'm going to sing this song tomorrow at church. So I want to get that practice in. And as I mentioned, a cappella singing for me has, has been my professional development for that I've fallen back on when I want to, you know, increase my confidence at being able to talk. Like, on Monday, I'm giving a brief to the general, commanding general at work. And it's just a small briefing, but, you know, it can kind of raise one's anxiety level, if you know what I mean. And even though it's on Teams, Microsoft Teams, which is like Zoom, still, you know, there's usually about 70, 80, 90, 100 people listening in, you know, and these are all professional people, you know, that have been around the block quite a while, if you know what I mean. Also, I'm a big Leonard Skinner fan. I know some of their songs like Free Bird and Simple Man, and they call me The Breeze, and Sweet Home Alabama, and... John Denver, I was a big John Denver fan back in the 70s when I used to go to junior college in San Diego and I would come home for lunch and my mother would prepare. Here come the dogs. Here come the doggies. She would prepare lunch for me and I would put on a John Denver album and listen to my favorites like Rocky Mountain High or some of the other ones, Annie Song, Calypso, Fly Away. Fly Away, now that's a beautiful song. All of her dreams have gone, all, all of her days have gone, soft and shady. All of her dreams have gone dry. All of her nights have gone sad and shady. She's getting ready to fly. Fly away, fly away, fly away. And uh, sticks, I know. Come sail away, and babe. Steve Miller, fly like an eagle. Rocking me, baby. Queen's right. Hold on, just a minute. There you go, buddy. Come on, 
what the dogs say. And the dogs come in, come out here to do their thing in the backyard. And then one of them stayed out here. But every once in a while, if you've heard my radio show before, I have to stop my show and open the door, close the door for them. Anyway, some other songs. Um, let me see. It's Home Sweet Home, Motley Crue. I like Motley Crue. That's one of my one of my favorite bands. Um, Spanish songs, La Bamba and Guantanamera. You remember Guantanamera? Guantanamera, Guajira, Guantanamera, Guantanamera, Guajira, Guantanamera. En La Bamba. By the Scorpions, um, a hard rock group, heavy metal, I guess you could say also. Holiday is one song that I've, I used to sing. I haven't sang this so much recently, but also Send Me an Angel, The Association, Ever My Love, and Windy. Remember Windy? Who's bending out from under a stairway, calling a name that's lighter than air? Who's reaching out to give me a rainbow? Everyone knows it's Windy. And Windy has stormy eyes. That flash at the sound of lies. And Wendy has wings to fly above the clouds. Above the clouds. And also, Journey, Wheel in the Sky, Don't Stop Believing, Lights. Blue Oyster Cult, Godzilla, I Love the Night. Forever Young by Rod Stewart. I'd Love to Change the World by Ten Years After. There's a really cool song, a gospel song called The Upward Way. Gonna take a drink of water. I'm pressing on the upward way. New heights I'm gaining every day. Still praying as I'm onward bound. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Lord, lift me up. Oh, wow. Cool. I just heard it. There's a crow. You don't see too many crows here in Texas, you know. They're mainly a northern bird. They like cold weather, but I just saw a crow. Very rare you see a crow around here. Lord, lift me up and let me stand by faith in heaven's table land. A higher plane that I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. And Happy Together by the Turtles. It came upon a midnight clear. Another song by someone. English, excuse me, Christmas Carol, right? Also, I have so many of Wichita Line Man. Glenn Campbell. Mrs. Brown, You Got a Lovely Daughter by Herman's Hermit. Wichita Line Man, you like that song? I love it. I am a lineman for the county. And I drive the main road. 
you drive the main road too, right? Searching in the sun for another overload. I hear you singing in the wires. I can hear you through the wine. And the Wichita lineman is still on the line. It's a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong. That's what I was talking about earlier. I see trees of green. There's a red bird out there, too, that keeps sounding off. A cardinal, he's, he's keeping me company, as he usually does. I don't know if it's that one or another one. There's butterflies flying all over the place. I see trees of green, red roses, too. I see them bloom. Hey, you were just out here. What's going on, man? That's okay. I'm just joking with you. One of our dogs just came out. He was just out here. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue and clouds of white. The bright blessed day. The dark sacred night. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. The colors of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky, are also on the faces of people passing by. I see friends shaking hands, saying, how do you do? They're really saying... I love you, I hear babies cry, I watch them grow, they'll learn much more than I'll ever know, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world, yes, I think to myself. What a wonderful world. Also, you know, I know the National Anthem, which I sang at the AT&T Center in San Antonio in front of 6,000 people. Those of you that may have listened to previous shows of mine may have heard me say that. It was a women's NBA game. The team was the Silver Stars, who have since departed and gone to Las Vegas. Becky Hammond, who was like famous, one of the famous WNBA players, she was there that game. And I was with a woman called uh, Robin. Her name was Robin. And so you can find it on YouTube if you're curious. I've already got about close to 300 views. Not many compared to some people, but I'm still a work in progress when it comes to singing, you know. I'm trying to keep up the acapella singing because it's really hard. It is, even if being so beneficial. I've seen people like comedians on cruise ships, and I know that they love to sing a cappella, and that helps them with their routine. It, I'm serious. You know, if you're looking for a way to build your confidence, 
start singing a cappella songs, learn, you know, build up a repertoire of 5, 10, 15, 20, and you'll find you'd be on your way to being an accomplished singer. I guarantee it. But I've been going different ways, you know. I love my music, so I usually do that. And then I'm singing with a microphone, and then I try to figure out which hand am I going to sing the microphone with? Both hands. Okay, I can do it with both hands. Maybe I should use a microphone stand. But the thing about singing with music, as nice as it is, you know, because you're learning harmony and timing, but it speeds you up, and you can't stop and take a breath, you know? And that might push a person to an early grade, if you know what I mean. You know, that's a lot of pressure, and especially when you're performing in front of a lot of people, and you've got thousands of people in the audience. You know, I can name some singers like Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, for example. Tom Petty, he was only 67 when he passed away, but he'd been performing all his life, you know? And it's just a lot of stress, you know? When you're singing a cappella, you can take your time. I often do. Then when you sing to music, that's one thing I've done, like when I've gone on cruises. I got a really nice compliment from this one guy who was in the band. I think he was the band leader. And he said that I had a lot of talent. And he meant it, you know. And that really struck a chord within me. I haven't forgotten it. It was a great compliment. You know, it made my day. What I'd done on that particular cruise, I think it was a, a talent show where you get up there on the stage and you can pick a song. And I sang that, What a Wonderful World. But I've been practicing all the time, singing a cappella. I got turned on to a cappella singing when I first moved here to San Antonio in 2010. I was so inspired. I don't know what it was. God spoke to me and said, you know, Blake, if you want to be a better version of yourself, if you want to be all you can be, army, hey, you know, be all you can be, then start singing a cappella. And I did. I drove here from Alexandria, Virginia to San Antonio in my car, singing a cappella all the way with the windows down. I mean, I don't think I stopped until I got to Texas. I was just singing one song after another. I was like, this is great, you know? I'm on my way to being somebody, you know? I want to find my voice. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to find my voice. You don't know your voice. That's why, you know, television, that's a pretty big medium, right? You see all these news anchors and they're accomplished and they can talk and they get all these guests and, and they can chat, they can blah, 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 and talk beautifully, you know? And they, they know their voice. Me, it's been a struggle over my lifetime finding my voice. But through singing, you know, like tomorrow, I'll get up there and I'll go, hold on just a minute. You want to go in, buddy? Come on, man. Come on, come on in. Right, I've got time. You want, you want to come out? Come on. One of our cats. Come on. Because I'm going to close the door. Sorry. Come on. i got to close the door. Oh, is it one of our cats? It's a white cat. 
female cat called Snowball, also known as Yin Yang, a.k.a. Yin Yang. And she's very, very cautious cat, you know, doesn't, she's very fast, but she doesn't trust anybody. Now she's come out, so I'll close the door. Hold on. Okay. Here I am. I'm back. So tomorrow will be like this. I'll go to choir practice and um, at 11 o'clock sing my song. We've got two other songs besides mine. One of them is called Giants. It's a really cool song. It goes like this. Giants do die. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Giants do die. Just walk around the Jericho wall. Now we come in your name and we stand on your word. What is loosed in heavens will be loosed on earth. When we come in your name and we stand on your words. What is loosed in heaven will be loosed on earth. Let God arise. Giants die. And I forget what the other one is, but mine is flow to you. So I don't know if I'm going to be first or last, but. So there's about 10, 15 of us, and there'll be maybe 50, 75 people there tomorrow. So the choir leader will beckon me to come on up, give me the microphone. I think I'm going to use it in my left hand. I can use it in either hand, but I'm right-handed. So typically, if you're whatever hand you are dominant, right-handed, then that's the hand you use to gesture with and express yourself. So if you're right-handed, you hold the microphone with the left and gesture with your right. But you can always switch it up, too, you know, because my left arm doesn't get as much practice as my right arm. So I'll also use my right arm sometimes. But usually I'll wait. I'll keep the microphone in one hand for the entire song and then switch it over for the new song and the next song, you know. And I like using the microphone in my hand, but I still think acapella singing is better for me. You know, hold on just a minute. Just had to close the door. I've got the TV on inside there, so I had to get my privacy. And so it goes, so I'll look at, I might do a small introduction and say something like, you know, my friends, praise is like a substance. When we praise God, we send up these, almost like a substance, like a smoky kind of, just imagine if you will, like a smoky, foggy kind of substance that goes up to whoever we're praising, whether it's the creator of the universe, or maybe the, the co-creator gods of our solar system who live on that world of fire over there in the distance, you know, where the energy of that particular heavenly body revolves all the planets around itself. And so, and you praise them, especially when we get to heaven. And I don't mind talking about this kind of stuff, you know. As I walk by... I love my show, and other shows on BBS Radio, I know they talk about spirituality. It's, it's hard. You've got to be brave and courageous to talk about the things that I talk about and other people talk about, right? Because 
it's almost like taboo. That's why I'm raised the bar when it comes to that. You listen to religion, you know, they'll quote the Bible and, and harp on a particular Bible verse, you know, to talk about Jesus, and that's fine. You know, taking a trip back in the past and learning about all the miracles that Jesus did, that's a great thing, yeah, but it's not like spirituality where you take it to another level, you know. As I was saying, I was walking by the television, they had one of these demon-possessed movies on, this person was possessed by a demon, and there's this new movie out called The Pope's Exorcist, you know. You got movies like that. Now, what's more scary, listening to what I talk about, you know, about heaven, going to heaven, about the creator of the universe, about extraterrestrials that are out there, or do people, they want to listen to and watch movies about people who are demon-possessed, these fantasy, violence movies, you know, killing each other. It's a sign of a civilization in a lower evolutionary category. Believe me, I tell you the truth. We are struggling to evolve. There is resistance to evolve. And it behooves all of us. I was telling my wife the other day, you know, at work we get awards for doing things. You know, maybe just a time and service award. 35 years, 40 years, 50 years working for the government. Or maybe someone worked on a project and they get a medal for that. Picture, if you will, life is like a school or a job where your objective is to graduate with honors to get a medal for having lived here on earth and to have excelled at what you were supposed to do because you were given a mission to come into this world and perform. That's the truth. I wouldn't lie to you. We existed before we were born. So I've heard, that's what I've read, and it makes sense. Because we can't remember when we were born, right? And I've read about it so many times. You're going to take a drink of water? This particular planet, <clears throat> when you're born into it, souls and spirits cross what is known as the River of Oblivion. With memories of your past lives and other lives, well, excuse me, past lives, and <clears throat> universal knowledge, excuse me, are erased from your memory. So we are here for a purpose, and that is to learn to love each other, learn basic social values. If we could remember our past lives, we couldn't be on this planet. It's the lowest on the evolutionary category. When we get to a category two or higher planet, then we'll be able to remember all of our past lives. And there's a there's a really big universe out there, my friends, with lots of planets with other sentient life living on them that we could be born into in the future. But as I was saying, it all depends on how you graduate from this existence, if you will, from the School of Learning here in the University of the Universe, my friends. So it behooves each and every one of us to develop ourselves spiritually. I'm not talking about religiously, although that helps. Any talk about God or Jesus or Mother Mary is good. But personally, I've taken it as a 
stepping stone to where I am today. I needed it before. I still like it. You know, I like talking about it. I go to a Bible study on Wednesday, and we talk about the Gospel of John, which I, I know like the back of my hand. For one thing, if you haven't seen the Gospel of John by Philip Seville, it's a movie with Henry Ian Cusick as Jesus. I've seen it over a hundred times. I kid you not. I know that movie. I, I know that Gospel of John. I know the Gospel of John like the back of my hand. I can picture every single thing that Jesus did. I'm talking with the Pharisees and the disciples, raising Lazarus from the dead all the miracles, you know, feeding the, the people on the Sermon on the Mount. I know how he did it. I know how every miracle was done, more or less. I don't have all the I's dotted and T's crossed, so to speak, as far as the minute details on exactly how it happened, but basically speaking out every single miracle that Jesus performed, I can explain it in scientific, technological terms. Because when you believe that Jesus was an extraterrestrial who was here, the Jesus that died on the cross, not the Jesus who was born in Bethlehem, but the Jesus who died on the cross, who came and brought here by spaceship, and who did those three years of ministry to die on the cross so that the world could be saved, it was all part of the plan. Even the baby being born in Bethlehem, with the star of Bethlehem, that extraterrestrial probe that was rendered luminous, shining its light down on the cradle, because heavenly bodies, as I mentioned before, can't move. They're not, they're, I mean, excuse me, they can move, they're in motion. But what shone that light down on the manger was an object that was fixed in the sky and did not move, so therefore it couldn't have been a star, it couldn't have been any kind of heavenly body. You have to understand the big picture, because the world was in some pretty bad circumstances back then, the situation was really dire, you know. There was a lot of evil going on, murdering, rape, incest, bestiality, and that's some pretty serious stuff, you know, when a civilization is going down that road. So the time was right for divine intervention, a very special kind. But another thing people don't understand is that we are being observed by extraterrestrial races around the universe, but one in particular has guardianship over our planet and other planets, too. Technologically and spiritually, they're the most advanced in the Milky Way galaxy. One of three, I think. And so they intervened in our past, not only with Jesus, but with Moses. So the Jesus who died on the cross did those three years, brought here by a spaceship, and it put they had put his astral body in a human body, just like an avatar. And he was in constant communication with the spaceship, and all the miracles that were performed was usually, along with technology that came from the spaceship, beaming in and out of places, like when he was resurrected. You know, it was beamed out of the, the tomb onto the spaceship where they repaired his body, and set him back on foot, you know, walking around for 40 days. And people saw him. Of course, I would have liked to have seen their faces, you know. That would have been really interesting. And when he appeared before the disciples, you know, in the rooms, they said the door was closed, yet he appeared. Well, how in the hell do you think that, excuse me, 
how in the heck do you think that happened? It was beamed in there, obviously, very obviously. There's no other logical explanation for it. People don't know. People think otherwise don't know how. They don't even, haven't even thought about how. They just accept it, kind of like a magic wand being waved and poof. They don't think about it because they don't think outside the box because they're not that evolved. And I can't tell you if I'm an advanced soul. I think I am. But we're all souls, you know, at one level of development or another, but we're all in this together. We're all part of the whole. The Supreme Creator of the universe, when he initiated the Big Bang and the universe began forming itself, one solar system after another, and then one galaxy after another, we are the spirit children, the great grandchildren of the Supreme Creator, if you will. Yes, there are co-creator gods, which we are aspiring to be. Anyway, let me... I'm supposed to be singing some songs today. I can get going on my my pulpit here, if you know what I mean. So I was saying, going back to what tomorrow is going to be like, and let it flow... No, not let it flow. Flow to you. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Let it let it ride. Bachman Turner Overdrive. I know so many songs. It's just a gift I have, I guess. And thank you, God, for that. So get the microphone. Maybe I'll say, yeah, I was talking about praise as a substance. So then the keyboard player, I might say something else. He'll start playing, and then we have a drummer, too. So it'll go, it'll go like this. Flow to you, flow to you. Let the river of my worship flow to you. Lord, I pray in all I do. Let the river of my worship flow to you. Like streams in the valley, swell with the rain. Let the songs of my heart rise to bless your name. Flow to you, flow to you. Let my worship flow to you. Then I've got to bring the choir in, so I got to lead them, and I'll say, "Flow to you, choir," and they'll sing, "Flow to you, flow to you." Let the river of my worship flow to you, Lord. I pray in all I do. Let the river of my worship flow to you, like streams in the valley. They'll sing, "Like streams in the valley, swell with the rain." Let the songs of my heart, songs, they sing it, rise to bless your name. Anyway, as it goes on, then it comes to the uh, the last part, I think what they, which they call the vamp. It goes like this. Let all my worship, let all my praise flow to you, flow to you. Let all my worship, let all my praise 
talking about you know i've said it before so many times on other shows about the creator of the universe and who we are why we're here but you know it's like i was saying also previously you've got so much negativity here in the world just look on television all the evil and not evil necessarily but negativity they don't focus on the positive they focus on the negative demonic possession action, violence movies, fantasy violence. I saw earlier they had on Will Smith and and uh, Martin Lawrence, you know, bad boy, fighting with each other, hitting each other, shooting at each other, you know, causing accidents, people getting killed. John Wick and John Wick 3 killed 112 people in the movie. I know it's just a movie, but, you know, that kind of violence, it just, it begets Further violence, how can it not? Name one reason why that would be beneficial to watch for us as a society, as a a civilization. And not to mention the video games like um, Grand Theft Auto, where they're shooting at people, killing people, and the bodies fall down and they're covered with blood, and they run people over with the cars and, and crash the cars, and shooting, you know, with with machine guns at each other. Is it any wonder we have all these active shootings here in the United States, you know, from all these violent video games that are being sold, and and the youth of today are engrossed in that, you know? Yet when I talk about spirituality, and I talk about God created the universe, and us being spirits and souls, and, and moving on to another life on another planet, people freak out. It's almost too much like... They can't hear that because they're not evolved, you know? Yet they should. As I was mentioning, you want to graduate from this existence with an award for excelling because, now I'm going to tell you something. Please remember this, okay? Don't forget this. Please. We are here at the direction of the creator of this universe this physical universe we're a part of, we are here for one purpose only, and that is to develop ourselves spiritually, because we are spirits in the material world, just like that song by the police. Our spirits in the material world are spirits. There is no political solution to our troubled evolution. Have no faith in constitution. There is no bloody revolution. We are spirits in the material world. Our spirits in the material world. Our spirits in the material world. Our so-called leaders speak with words they try and jail you. They subjugate the meek, but it is the rhetoric of failure. We are spirits in the material world, our spirits. Anyway, and another song I know is Sting, song called Fields of Gold. How many have heard that song, Fields of Gold? That's a beautiful song. It goes like this. 
You remember me when the west wind moves upon the fields of barley. You'll forget the sun in a jealous sky when we walked in fields of gold. So she took her love for to gaze a while upon the fields of barley. In his arms she fell as her hair came down upon the fields of gold. Will you stay with me? Will you be my love upon the fields of barley? We'll forget the sun in a jealous sky when we lie in fields of gold. Yeah, so many songs. I'm, I've learned so many songs, and then the gospel songs. We must have learned about 200 of them also. So altogether, I would say I either know well, perfectly memorized, or can refresh my memory learning a song very quickly, approximately 300 songs, whether secular or gospel, if you know what I mean. I might have to get something to eat here. My stomach is telling me I need some food. How much time, what time do I have? It's almost over. I almost got a few minutes. I only have a few minutes left. And um, Nature Boy by Nat King Cole. I can dedicate my all my shows to singing, you know. Because I, I kind of, in a way, for those of you that have heard my show before, I talk about the same kind of thing, usually, you know. But it is so esoteric in, in meaning, you know, that I guess it's okay to repeat it constantly. But one, going back to what I was going to, I was going to sing this one song. And it is, well, about America the Beautiful. Oh, beautiful for spacious sky. For amber waves of grain, for purple mountain majesties above the fruited plain. America, America, God shed his grace on thee. And crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. The army song, too. That's I'm good at singing the army song. Um, have you heard the Army song before? I sing it all the time. It goes like this. March along, sing a song with the army of the free. Count the brave, count the true who have fought to victory. We're the army and proud of our name. 
worthy army and proudly proclaim. First to fight for the right and to build the nation's might and the army goes rolling along. Proud of all we have done fighting till the battle's won and the army goes rolling along. Then it's high, high, hey, the army's on its way. Count off the cadence loud and strong. For wherever we go, you will always know that the army goes rolling along. And the army's been a good life to me. I'm grateful for it. But, you know, I almost died one time. I won't go into the details when I was in the infantry. And there have been other times where I can say I almost died, you know. I guess that's one reason why I talk about some of the things I do. When you've almost died, your perspective on life is a little bit different than other people, you know, for those that haven't experienced that. Now, you take some people that have had some really serious near-death experiences, and, and what I say, what I talk about in my radio show is nothing compared to what they went through, you know? You think that that is esoteric, what I talk about? And secret and, and like taboo and and scary stuff, you know, when you talk about reincarnation or living on another planet or existing before we were born, you know, it's, it's nothing compared to what some people have been through, you know. Yet, I feel it's my duty, if you will, to talk about these things. I've got a book on Amazon Kindle bookstore in the Amazon Kindle bookstore called The Gray Brain, The Golden Soul. I'm alive today, my friends, believe me, I'll tell you the truth. By the grace of God, the mother and father God in heaven, by their grace, I'm alive today. And, and so, in a way, I'm paying back to them, doing what they want me to do, to spread the word. We want our planet to go down the right road, not the negative, killing people on movies and violent action movies and violent video games path, right? We don't want to go down that path to self-destruction in a nuclear holocaust. And we are very fortunate, we are, to be living today in more or less peace and harmony. Yeah, these little wars break out around the world now and then, you know, like in Ukraine. But who doesn't want to continue living? This life is beautiful, you know? I mean, we're living in a wonderful world with a variety of life. It's a jewel. It is a jewel, believe me, of the universe. There's a little bird over there on top of the roof singing. A friend of mine is a sparrow. You know, God knows all the little sparrows. And we want to take their life away, all the, the beautiful animal life and plant life on this world. So my advice is let's just continue to develop ourselves spiritually. Let's show love. Most of the people are good, loving, family-oriented, kind, generous people in this world, right? So my prayer is this, God, creator of the universe, mother and father God, co-creator gods, please bless us, everybody. Help us. Change the hearts of those that need it. Thank you very much for everything. We love you. Amen. Goodbye, everybody. Talk to you next week.